you can have it all. You can have it all, absolutely. You wanna be the present mom, you want to run a business, you want to grow your career, like what is your wish list? You can do it, you absolutely can, but you can't do it all at the same time. And And that's that's okay. You're listening to the Brand Vibe Podcast, where we highlight the stories, strategies, successes, and yes, the struggles of what it takes to not just build a business, but an iconic brand all around the life that you want to lead. I'm your host, Nicole Nieves, brand consultant, marketing maven, and highly caffeinated mom to three growing boys. After 15 years of being a corporate exec, I went from having a boss to being a boss by finally stepping into my CEO power. So if you're ready to do the same, then grab a glass of wine, cafe con leche, or whatever you're into these days, and let's catch a vibe. Welcome back to the Brand Vibe Podcast. It's episode five. Hey, quick favor. If you like what you hear, will you rate, review, subscribe? Please share this podcast with all of your friends. Honestly, your support to this movement means the world and it truly makes all of the difference. It makes me feel like sitting here in this closet uh, by myself talking to a mic with the computer in front of me isn't all for nothing. So thank you for showing the love and spreading the joy. Okay, let's go ahead and get into this week's episode. This is going to be a little different than some of the episodes we've had before. And in fact, you're starting to get more of a taste of the type of vibe that we are going to have on this podcast. You know that I like to do business my way. And so I'm going to be dropping really unique episodes in between some of these solo episodes that you've been hearing. We're going to have guest speakers. We're going to have roundtables. And this episode specifically is going to give you a little taste of what I like to call our quick and dirty rapid fire style episode where I am dropping tangible tips and takeaways for you to implement today. You know, on this podcast, we're sharing the struggles, the successes, the stories, really all of the strategies around helping you to start, grow, and scale your dream business, really build up your iconic brand, and make money doing what you love. Sometimes we're inspiring, sometimes we're empowering, and sometimes we are fast-tracking your way to success by helping you work smarter and not harder. And that, my friends, is what this week's episode is all about. We're about to dive into my best-kept secrets on the age-old question that I get all the time, and I'm sure you do too. How do you do it all? We all know that running a business isn't easy. That is not new news to us. We all know that being a mom is hard. We all know that juggling multiple things takes a lot of skill. And a lot of times when we think about the fact that we're wearing multiple hats, whether we are multi-passionate entrepreneurs who are doing multiple things, whether you are still working a full-time job, trying to build a side hustle, trying to grow your business, trying to figure out how to make this all work, whether you are a single mom trying to raise your child while providing food on the table, or you are a CEO who is trying to lead and grow and scale all on your own. Life wasn't handed over to you on a silver platter, and you are trying to become this self-made success story in all of those situations and many others that I can't even cover right now, we constantly hear this question of, 
How do we do it all? Whether it is people telling us, oh my gosh, I don't know how you do it. People tell me this all of the time. I'm a mom of three kids. I had a full-time job for the first eight months of running my business while running my business, scaling it to a place where I was comfortable enough to quit my full-time job, then started to run a full-time business and not just a simple business. No, I had to decide to make this you know, slightly different, slightly complicated than what most business owners tend to step into, at least in the online space. And I wanted to wear an agency hat and a coaching hat and a consulting hat. And I was still wearing my mom hat, of course. And oh, by the way, COVID happened. So now I'm wearing my teacher hat and all of the things just continue to be rolled out. And whatever this looks like in your life, you have the same thing too, right? I'm not a unicorn in this. We're all dealing with a bunch of stuff. And it really comes down to like, How in the world can we balance all of this? Sometimes the idea of what's to come or what has to go into something actually prevents us from taking action because we immediately decide that we can't. We can't do it all. And then as a result, we don't. But what if we shifted that to recognizing we can't do it all, but that's okay. We can't do it all and we don't have to because honestly, that's my answer to you. How do I do it all? I don't. I don't. I once had this really incredible mentor in my corporate days, and she was so successful in her own right. And she was this mom, and she was, you know, this vice president. I mean, much higher even at the time. And she just felt like she was living her best life. And we went out to lunch one time, and she told me, You know, Nicole, someone once told me this, and I'm going to pass this down to you. You can have it all. You can have it all. Absolutely. You want to be the present mom. You want to run a business. You want to grow your career. Like what is your wish list? You can do it. You absolutely can. But you can't do it all at the same time. And that's okay. There are seasons in your life where you're going to have to spend more time doing one thing over another. And the more that you beat yourself up on trying to be great at all the things, the less that you're going to feel like it's possible for you to achieve the things in your life you set out to achieve. So instead, flip it and recognize that everything has a season and everything has a place. And you guys, that advice changed my life. It really did. Because instead of feeling guilty about having to juggle all of the things, instead of feeling guilty that I was a working mom that did want a career, that I had ambitious goals, instead of feeling guilty that I couldn't, you know, really give my all into my career because I had to go home to my kids. And instead of feeling guilty about having one foot on one side and one foot in the other, I decided to just embrace the fact that there are going to be seasons in my life where some things are going to outweigh others. And I was really able to pick and choose what that ended up looking like for me. And so that's my first piece of advice for you. Like, you want to do it all? You want to know how I do it all? Start to recognize that you can't and that's okay. Stop comparing yourself to somebody else's story. Stop comparing your beginning to someone else's middle. Stop thinking that just because she's doing it and you're not, there's something wrong with you. That is not the case at all. Everyone is on their own journey. Everyone is on their own timing. And you have to just be okay with what that path looks like for you. So right now, I'm about to drop 12, mind you, 12 practical tips that I want you to take away what you can. I don't want you to grab all 12 of these tips and like be dedicated to doing all of them because when you can't, you're going to beat yourself up, right? That's the entire opposite effect of what we want in this podcast. But I want you to listen to these 12 tips. I want you to take away the things that you feel like are going to serve you right now in your life. Maybe come back to this podcast again during different seasons, figure out what can work for you and add your own to them. 
but give yourself the grace and the permission to attempt to do what you love and to be okay with having different seasons in life where certain things are going to be amplified and other things are not. So let's go ahead and dive in. I'm going to rapid fire these 12 tips, but they are going to be juicy. So listen, if you happen to be sitting down, open up a notebook, take some notes. Otherwise, save this episode, come back to it when you have the time to reflect and to go over your list and really think about how you want to implement some of these strategies. Let's dive in. All right, so here we go. I'm going to give you 12 tips. And of course, I'm coming at you with the perspective of being a business owner, a CEO, and and a mom, and a teacher, and a wife, and a full-time employee, whatever your and is. These are 12 ways that can hopefully make your life that much easier. Number one, focus on your mindset. We've already talked about this already, but you really need to be in the right headspace before you jump into anything else. Belief is half the battle. If you don't believe that you can do something, you've already lost. If you're not actually taking your business seriously, if it's just a little thing on the side, if it's just a side hustle, guess what? You're not going to take your business seriously and it's not going to work. It's going to end up failing and you're going to sit back and wonder, well, why? Well, it must be that I didn't have enough time. Well, it must be that the market's too oversaturated. Well, it must be that, you know, this isn't meant to be. You need to focus on having the right mindset around the goals that you set in front of yourself. Take it seriously. Don't let it just be another thing. Really focus on the fact that you can and will accomplish that goal. And if it doesn't necessarily work out the exact way that you want, because frankly, most things in life don't turn out the way that we want, regardless, you'll still be focused on the fact that there is something bigger and greater around the corner, that the way that you quote unquote failed was you failing forward into something that is further into what you are meant to do. The point is, this is your path. Whatever you are setting your mind out to do right now, know, embrace, believe that this is your path. Go into this with the right mindset that you've got this. You've got this. You can do this, but you have to believe that. Number two, time is money. Your time is valuable. You have to start looking at the time that you are sacrificing doing something, whether it's researching on Google University Online, trying to figure out all the answers, whether it is scrolling on social media mindlessly, whether it's you sitting here trying to just figure things out on your own or trying to do all the things yourself, you are sacrificing so much. You're sacrificing your time. You can always make more money. You cannot earn back a second in life. You're sitting here listening to this podcast and I do not take that for granted. I am so grateful that you're doing this, but that's why I'm taking this seriously. That's why I'm dropping tangible tips that I want you to be able to implement that hopefully make you a better leader, a better mother, a better employee, a better CEO, a better teammate. I want you to look at every single second that you spend your time doing something as the fact that you are sacrificing something else. Every yes that you say to something is a no to something else. You need to start valuing your time above all things. If you are spinning your wheels trying to figure it all out yourself and you're sacrificing hours and hours in the research, in the doing, in the trying to figure it out, how much further along could you have been had you just decided to fast track your way 
through the process, investing in my business, investing in an online course that came with a group support program was the best decision that I ever had. From that point, then investing in a mastermind totally changed the game for me. Now I get it. I totally get it. Not everyone is at a place where they can invest their money. And sometimes that means that we are going to have to sacrifice a lot of our time. And then we'll go back to point one and remind ourselves like, it's okay because I'm taking this seriously and this is a sacrifice I have to make right now. And it's not always going to be this way. And as soon as I get to a place where I can genuinely invest in a program, a mentor, a mastermind, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to fast track my way through again and again, because I know that my time is valuable. So whatever that looks like for you, I just want to empower you to stop trading your time for money and to know that you can't get these seconds back. So it's more important for you to attempt to invest in programs, mentors, even education like this where you're at least spending your time learning something that you could then implement that can help you propel forward in a better, more effective, more efficient way. Number three, plan your work, work your plan. Plan your work and work your plan. We've all heard the phrase that a goal without a plan is just a wish. But listen, a plan without working it is just a pipe dream. It's just you just hoping that something happens out of nowhere. And we are not about hope marketing here. We literally want you to actually implement the work. Sometimes hustle culture gets such a bad rep that we almost feel guilty when we are approaching a season or in a season where we've got to hustle and grind in order to make things work. Cut that out. If this is a season and a time where you're going to have to make a little bit more sacrifice, then so be it. When I first started my business, I remember feeling like, how is it possible? I wasn't in a position where I could just quit my job outright. I had just experienced job loss. We had this financial strain around us, and I knew that like I needed to have have that security in order for us to be in a good place as a family. I also knew that my time was valuable and I was raising three boys, three young boys. So I had to get into the mind space where I was okay with the fact that this was going to be a hustle season. And I remember sitting my husband down and saying, you know, I really want to make sure that I make this work. And that means I'm about to approach a season where I think I'm going to work harder than I've ever worked in my entire life. And I am a hard worker. And We talked about what that's going to look like, and we both came to a place where we were okay with that. I was okay with that, and he was on board with that. If you don't do the work, it's not going to happen. You have to take it seriously. Start with the goal. Start with the steps to hit the goal. Set your milestone markers, your KPIs, key performance indicators, the the points in this goal that you're going to celebrate. Then you've got to just work the plan. You've got to do the work. Number four. I built up an army of support from day one. Just like I mentioned with my husband, he was the first one that I sat down and said, hey, I'm really gonna need you. Like, I am really gonna need you on board with this. This wasn't me trying to just figure this out on my own. This wasn't me just trying to do it on the side and hoping that I could like somehow manage all of this by myself. Nope. I knew immediately that I was gonna need an army of support around me. And I know even as I'm saying this, it is a privilege. It is a privilege for me to be able to say I have a supportive husband. I have parents that were nearby. I had enough income to afford childcare. I had friends and family that were supportive and built me up. And I was able to invest in programs and cohorts and masterminds that allowed me to cultivate a community around me, even in the business space. All of this is such a privilege. And I I don't want to take that for granted. Not everyone is in that spot. So start with what you have. Start with the support that you can. But 
do make sure that your people are on board. Do make sure that you do what you can to try to get the support of others around the table and that you don't just try to do it all yourself. You don't have to do this all yourself. Let's ask for help. Let's ask for help for the people around us because we're taking it seriously, because your time is valuable, because your mindset is in the right place, and because you are dedicated to working your plan, you're going to need the support around you. So make sure that you get that in order. Number five, now we're getting practical. Time blocking is your friend. Time blocking is your friend. Looking at your schedule for the day and deciding what pockets of time you are going to be dedicating to your business. In the beginning stages, I remember telling my husband on Tuesdays and Thursday nights from 7 to 9 p.m. at this time, I'm going to need you to watch the kids and I'm going to go to a local coffee shop because even being in the house was not possible for me to be able to actually be dedicated on this. But like these are my work hours. These are my work hours outside of my daytime hours. And he was on board with that. And then I I needed to get on board with that. I needed to make sure that I had those time blocks. I would actually take coaching calls, schedule coaching calls during my lunch hour. I did everything that I could to make sure that I optimized every hour of my day with something intentionally, including rest, including time with family, but I mapped it out. I mapped out what each hour of my day looked like, and I saved my best time for my hardest work. And that's a tip that I want to make sure that you take away. If you are most creative in the morning, screw the morning routines where everybody's like, calm yourself in the morning and go and work out and then have this really slow entry and journal and then kind of ease your way in. And three hours later, you can start your work. Like if that works for you, cool, cool. But also if that's when you are most creative, if that's when you are going to be able to get the most work done and you're the most productive, then maybe that's actually the time where you should actually be getting the work done. Yes, have some time to kind of wake up and have a bit of a mini morning routine. But a lot of people feel like if their ideal hours are during the morning, they actually choose to spend that doing things that are fun and light when really that should be the hardest work because you are most focused. So get it out of the way, eat the frog and just get the work done at the time that you are going to be most present. And then everything else for the rest of your day, you can do all the little tasks in between. But trust me, you're going to feel so so dang good that you were able to get the hardest piece out of the way during the time where you are most creative and most present. See, I never been with a baddie. She comes, so I add it to the telly. Medicine, but I'm calling her Maddie. Like Mass try to send me the Eddie. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? No? Okay, so let's just say I'm not going to start a career in rapping anytime soon. But listen, that's kind of the vibe when I'm done filming reels. I mean, sometimes I feel like a total baddie, and other times, mm, not so much. Doesn't stop me from putting myself out there, though. And I really want to encourage you to do the same. Have you jumped on the reels train yet? Listen, it's Instagram's number one focus this year, which means it is the best opportunity for you to grow your audience through organic traffic and make the absolute most of your content. Because let's be honest, as CEOs, as brands, as creators, we are constantly curating new content. And the goal is for it to go and extend as far as possible. So why wouldn't you jump on the very thing that they're promoting most? If you're ready for a jumpstart, I want to invite you to be a part of my 22 and 2022 Brand Reels Challenge, where we are diving into the latest trends, transitions, and audios, but most importantly in this challenge that makes it unique and different from anything else that's out there is we are highlighting you, your brand, 
and your vibe. Your audience is going to get to know what you're all about, your vision, your mission, your values, your vibe. And as you go viral, which you will, and as you grow your account, it's going to be filled with quality followers and people that want to be a part of what you're doing. So head on over to thebrandvibe.com slash reels to sign up for this free challenge and get your workbook and your calendar that's filled with all of the details that you need to start helping your brand shine this year by growing on Instagram through reels and owning your vibe in the process. So follow me over on Instagram to binge the latest challenges as they drop. I'm at the brand vibe and head on over to thebrandvibe.com slash reels to join the challenge. Number six, prioritize things that matter most that are going to make the biggest impact and set your boundaries. Do not bite off more than you can chew. Listen, I am overachiever to the nine. Like I get it. This is probably one of the hardest things on my list for me to do because I I want to do all of the things. I want to go big or go home. Listen, sometimes it's not that serious. Sometimes you just need to sit there and decide like what matters most right now? What is the most income generating? What's going to have the greatest ROI? What's going to allow me to be in a better headspace? What's going to give me the energy that I need? What is most important for me to accomplish today? You can have it all, but not at the same time. That's good in life, but it's also good on the day to day. So instead of sitting there and thinking about these 600 things on your task list, I want you to literally look at it and first do a not to do list. Like all of these things, I am not going to do these things today. I'm going to delegate. I'm going to trash. This is actually something that doesn't need to get done at all. Or I'm going to move this to another day the most important things for me to do and limit that to like top three best practice, maybe five if you're ambitious, but these are the most important things that I'm gonna do. Once you prioritize what matters most, then I want you to think about your schedule by filling your big rocks first. I want you to put the most important things in your schedule first. And these are your boundaries. These are lifestyle. We talk a lot about building businesses around our lifestyle. So your big rocks, for me as a mom, my big rocks are my kids. Like what does their schedule look like? When is drop off? When is pickup? What sports activities do they have? Like literally my schedule revolves around them first and foremost. Then it moves to my husband and I. Is there anything important that we both have to do? Then it moves to client meetings and appointments and then it's all the other work in between. Fill your big rocks first, then your little rocks, then the sand, then you can add water to the jar if you even have a little bit more. But what happens is we think that we can accomplish 600 things or we get overwhelmed at the thought that that's our list when the truth is it's probably not our list, truly. Like these are not all tasks that have to get done. So prioritize and set boundaries. Number seven, I want you to set as many systems and automations as you possibly can. This is working smarter, not harder. Things like create filters in your inbox so that newsletters are going to a newsletter folder and finance information is going to a finance folder. You can set these filters in any inbox, Gmail box. There is a tool called Zapier where you can integrate multiple softwares so that you let them know, hey, when this scenario happens, I want you to automatically do this other thing. You can track your time, track your hours, like 
actually track what you are spending your time on. When you start to realize that there are manual things that you are doing that could be streamlined or automated, you take the time to then streamline or automate them. There are so many times where you feel like, I'm so ready to hire, I need a VA, I need a full-timer, I need this, I need that, I, I need another me, I need a clone me, I need you know another hand. And the truth is, that is called systems and automations. Like your BFF on the side, your doppelganger, your clone, like is systems and automations. I have bought back so much of my time just by streamlining and automating things in my business and frankly, in life. Number eight, know your financials. Mm, You didn't think we were going to get away from the money talk, did you? It is so important for you to actually understand your finances because what happens is we create goals that are arbitrary. We are filling our time and our calendar and our schedule with things that we think we need. We decide that a 10K month is the minimum or a 50K month is our minimum, our six-figure year, our seven-figure mark. But do you need that? Like, do you actually need all that money? We're not just chasing money for the sake of chasing money. You're building a business around your lifestyle. So what is your enough? Do you know what your enough is? What are your actual income targets? What's going to allow you to have a comfortable life? What's going to allow you to give more to your children? What's going to allow you to hit some of the bigger goals that you have? If you are trying to invest in property, if you are trying to quit your full-time job, if you are trying to achieve financial independence, like what is your big picture goal? And then what is that actual number that you have to achieve to make that happen? That is going to allow you to have so much more freedom on how you spend your time and what you spend your time on. So instead of chasing what society thinks needs to be your goal, what the world is telling you a successful entrepreneur makes, you're actually just chasing the number that you need to for your family and for yourself. And no one knows that number except for you. So among everything that I just said, all of these efforts are for something And not understanding your financials, the ins and outs of it, and what your enough looks like is a huge mistake that is going to send you spiraling and stressing for maybe no reason at all. You might be perfectly comfortable with half of the client load and work that you are putting on your shoulders right now, and you just don't even know it yet. So understand your financials. If you need help with this, there's a great book called Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. I would highly recommend that you read that and dive into it and just really get a good grasp on what it looks like to create true profit in your business and for your family. Number nine, I want you to outsource like a pro. Now there's a reason why I have this as number nine and not earlier on. And it's because if you're not doing everything we just talked about, and especially if you don't know your financials, The idea of outsourcing might kind of freak you out. You might think like, oh my gosh, no, I'm a solopreneur. I've got to do it all myself. I've got to save money. I've got to hustle. You might be thinking like, wait, but I'm the pro. I do this for other people. Like, why would I hire some help for this? You guys, hire the pros. It literally will save you so much money. Revert back to point number two. Time is money. Your time is valuable. And honestly, you need to outsource not just in your business, but you actually need to outsource in life too. Book the babysitter. Get yourself a couple extra hours of work time. Hire the cleaners. Be okay with that. Order the meal delivery service. When you can focus on doing what you do best and outsourcing the rest, everything will change for you. You will literally be living in your zone of genius. So hire the pros to live in their zone of genius so that you can live in yours. 
Number 10, be a decision maker. 80% done is better than 100% unfinished. Now, real talk, I definitely struggle with this because I'm constantly strategically thinking about the best case scenario. And I constantly give everything this bird's eye view of, well, but I can do this path and I can do this path. And frankly, that's what makes me a great teacher and a great consultant. But ultimately, the power comes when I can choose to make decisions quickly and trust my gut in the process. When you can make simple decisions quickly and delegate, there is always going to be a lot of power in that because you're freeing up your time. You're able to move on to the next thing. It's not occupying your headspace. Know that 80% done is better than 100% undone. So be a strong decision maker and just learn to trust your intuition, learn to trust your gut. There's always going to be a better way of doing something or a different way of doing something. Don't overthink it. Make the choice, move on. If you're ready to take a deeper dive into building, marketing, and growing your brand, then I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. We're on the cusp of rolling out a brand new program that is quite literally going to revolutionize this industry. It's called the Brand Vibe University, Brand U for short. Brand U is your new go-to online business school with a twist. Inside, you're going to learn the step-by-step framework to starting, growing, and scaling your business all around the life that you want to lead. I cannot wait for this to roll out and we are right on the edge of our seats. It's about to happen. Stay tuned. But if you're like me and just can't wait, I'm going to give you a little taste of what's inside. Head on over to the show notes from today's episode at thebrandvibe.com slash podcast to get free access to an exclusive portion of this training today. It takes this episode on a much deeper level and allows you to really roll up your sleeves and learn how to build, market, launch, and grow your brand your way. Two more here. Number 11, your overall holistic wellness matters. I'm talking your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual health. Prioritize this. You are not going to be able to quote unquote do it all if you are not in a good headspace, if you don't take the time to pour into yourself, to fill your cup first, to put your oxygen mask on first. This means whatever your spiritual life looks like, prioritize that. Spend some time journaling, meditating, praying. Make sure you have really good eating habits, working out, having movement. Now, mind you, I'm not great at all of these things. You don't have to be perfect at all of these things. Sometimes we hear this and we're like, okay, that's like fluff and not achievable and everybody else is going to do great at that. But hello, I have 600 things on my list here. Like I don't have time to start moving. I don't have time to eat great. Give yourself small goals. If there are times and seasons in my life where I am trying to, you know, eat healthier and it's a struggle, I'll make small tangible goals like, okay, today I'm going to focus on moving, like just getting out of this house, getting some fresh air, taking a walk and staying hydrated. So drinking lots of water. It doesn't have to be you constantly being in your best fit place all the time. It just has to mean that you are prioritizing yourself. You're prioritizing your mental health. You're prioritizing your physical health. And in addition to that, you're just like 
setting the vibe, like setting the energy around you and how you want. When I really like feel like I want to get in the zone, and frankly, it's been pretty much daily, I will start with lighting a candle. I'll open up a window for some fresh air. I'll just make sure like my office is clear. Like I just need to have my nice little like zen zone in order for me to feel like, okay, good. I'm in a good headspace and I'm ready to flow. Like whatever that looks like for you, just make sure that you're prioritizing that. Sometimes we're like going, 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 moving, moving so often and we just forget to prioritize what's going to make us feel most productive, what's going to make us really embrace what that looks like in our own life. And last but not least, number 12 is really familiarize yourself with all of the tools of the trade. So we've talked about the practical, we've talked about the woo, we've talked about the things that are mindset related, the things that are going to get you a little more out of your comfort zone, like understanding your financials and outsourcing where you need to be, things that are going to challenge you to be a stronger decision maker. And right now, I just really want you to feel fully equipped with practical tools, hacks, resources, books that I recommend that can just help you continue along this journey. This is not going to be a quick fix and this is not going to be a bandage approach. This is literally a lifestyle change for you. So start to really figure out which of these resources are going to be most helpful. Now, if we're talking about your digital toolbox of resources in terms of running your business, I'm going to actually create a list of these resources. Some of them will be um, discount codes available to you on the website with my show notes. So you can head on over to thebrandvibe.com slash podcast, access today's episode show notes, and you can get all of the links with special discounts and probably affiliate links. And full transparency, no shame in my game. If they're helpful to you, sign up for them. If they're not, don't. The whole idea is to try to figure out what's going to work best for you. So things that have just saved the day for me that I went and I actually looked in my phone and I was like, what do I spend the most time on in terms of different apps that streamline the process? What are some some tools or some um, hacks that I have that I use that just have been like my saving grace? And it includes things like this. Obviously, I use Canva for almost everything. I'm not a graphic designer by trade, and Photoshop takes me much longer than it needs to be. I can do so many things inside of Canva. So if you're looking to just quickly whip out a social media post or create something for your website, you can do that right inside of Canva, and you do not need any professional experience. I never schedule meetings manually. Like I try not to schedule anything manually. I use a calendar scheduling tool like Calendly. Acuity is another option for you. And in there, you can actually dictate like these are the hours that I have availability. These are the parameters on which I want to take meetings. If I take meetings, I want a 15 minute buffer before and after. I only want to take a maximum of three a day. I don't want to take it on these days. I'm only available during these hours. Like it is so magical to be able to put all of my boundaries around my time and around my meetings inside of a scheduling tool like Calendly and have it be done. It's so simple to then be able to schedule all of my meetings in that way. Communication tools are huge for me. I am on Voxer and Slack on the daily. I use Voxer for all of my clients. Voxer, if you don't know, is this walkie-talkie app. And what I love about it is it basically is voice texting back and forth through the app, except it doesn't disappear the way that Apple's voice texting does. And it's not specific to your device. And it's just really great because I am a verbal processor. So I like to be able, can you tell? (laughs) I like to be able to talk things out loud. And so I mostly use it with my clients, sometimes with my team. But where I'm mostly communicating with my team and sometimes with our clients is Slack. 
I love using Slack over email. We hardly ever email back and forth, me and the team and me and our clients. It is literally just Voxer and Slack because it's it's instant and it's present. And it really allows me to just get like get a quick thought out. It doesn't have to be formal. Like I don't have to overthink it. I can just get it out, just get it out there. And it's a great way to stay in communication with one another. In addition, you want to have a way to organize your time, to organize your projects. And so you can use a project management tool like ClickUp. That is our favorite. Notion is also well-renowned right now too. Notion is really cool because it's kind of this like hybrid note-taking app mixed with project management. There's a lot of really cool things you can do there. But frankly, the one that I use the absolute most is just literally notes, like notes from my iPhone and from my computer because I have all things Apple. It's really great to be able to quickly whip up notes on a computer, type it all out, then be able to walk away and have it on my phone at the same time. So you can also share notes with other people. So that has been really great. Although I have like thousands of notes right now that are a little bit going down the black hole. So maybe finding a better way to organize notes is something that I recommend. And you can do that inside of notes as well. I just like the ease of use on being able to have notes work on multiple devices. And then of course, social media management, things that can help you streamline that. You should be scheduling as far out in advance as you possibly can. You can use things like Planoly or Hootsuite, or you could actually just use Creator Studio inside of Instagram and Facebook as well. You can just schedule outposts in advance on certain social platforms. So just really trying to think about the fact that you don't have to do everything in real time and you don't have to do everything manually. Just expedite your process and efficiency by using tools like this that can just make things so much easier for you. The last thing I will leave you with in terms of resources is to just get inside of books and all of the books I quote unquote read are audible. So again, saves me time, just really allows me to do probably what you're doing right now. Like I can listen to the audio while I'm, you know, cooking or washing dishes or walking around or driving in the car. Like it's just really easy to do that. The Power of Habit is a really great book. Um, Atomic Habits by James Clear is by far my favorite. And then Badass Habits by Jen Sincero is also a really good one too. So if you're like, this is great, I want a deeper dive into some more specific productivity strategies how to build good habits. Those are some really great books for you. You guys, this rapid fire podcast episode wasn't so rapid after all, but I hope that it was helpful for you to at least like get, I mean, I just dropped 12 knowledge bombs. I probably could do a whole podcast episode on each of these, but I hope it was helpful for you to then look at this and decide which of these are most efficient and most effective for you in your life and in your business. And the biggest thing to leave you with is that you can have it all, but you can't have it all at the same time. You don't need to have it all at the same time. There isn't a reward waiting for you on an accomplishment for having done it all at the same time. Like just do it all in a way that doesn't lead you to burnout. Do it all in a way that makes you feel proud and excited and energized and not drained or exhausted or empty. And the next time someone tells you, how do you do it all? You can look them back and say, I don't. And I'm damn proud of that. On that note, I thank you so much for listening to yet another episode of the Brand Vibe Podcast. I seriously hope that you are getting more inspired to be able to step further into your CEO power and to really build your brand and your life your way. Yeah. 
Yes, you just did that. You just finished another episode of the Brand Vibe Podcast, and I'm already so sad that it's over, aren't you? Well, listen, to make sure you don't miss a beat when the next episode drops, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, like right now. Unless you're driving, don't do that. And hey, here's the good news. You can head over to our little corner of the internet at thebrandvibe.com slash the community corner for all the show notes and resources from today's episode, including access to our blog, guest experts, exclusive training, and our online Facebook community, The Brand Vibe Society for Entrepreneurs. The community corner is filled with tips for multi-passionate leaders who are owning their vibe and building their brand their way. Yep, this was pretty much made just for you. Full access awaits, head on over to thebrandvibe.com slash the community corner. corner.